0: welcome to a new edition of the neon jazz interview series with new york city based jazz drummer percussionist educator and composer fernando garcia we talked about his new 2022 cd coming out in january of 2023 he was born in san juan puerto rico and studied guitar at the extension program of the conservatory of music of puerto rico and drum set at O music academy over his career he has worked equally as a band leader and as a sideman we get into quite a bit in this interview dig it.
1: Thanks for taking a minute out. Definitely. Right on. So where are you located? New York City. Okay, you're in New York. Cool. Cool. Well, hey, I want to start off everything before we get into your new release that's coming out in January of next year. You know, how did you survive COVID as an artist? How did you get through that time period? And how has it changed you now that live shows are happening and we're kind of reemerging?
2: The answers are fairly simple in my case. Because I work as a full time music teacher when COvid hit, I was in a charter school uh middle school so and when when I say a music teacher, I mean working for a school, imagine being like the like the physical education teacher or or the English teacher, so I am still a music teacher in a school and a different school actually right now. Well, when COVID hit, um, I just remained employed and went to a virtual teaching, as with the rest of schools in the nation. I was fortunate. I'm still fortunate, you know, that I have that steady income. Um, after that, and throughout the 2020 year, so I went into the New York DOE. What they call the Department of Education, so i trans- i left that charter school and went into the public school system of new york city i um, in I'm teaching currently in a public school but of course um the gigs have come back, and I'm doing gigs and rehearsals and recording sessions and whatnot, and still um teaching during the daytime.
1: So having a new album coming out, you know, right as the new year begins, that has to feel pretty good. What's it, what's it mean for you to have a new album out? Oh, it feels
2: great. Um, first and foremost because the the album was a product of, of um, myself and and my group. You know, winning uh, the grant called New Jazz Work. Provided by Chamber Music America. I was actually trying or or applying for that grant for the the past three years, hoping to get it. And I was seeing other other musical heroes of mine, uh, like uh, Daphne prieto winning it in years prior, in the 2020 edition, I believe. Henry Cole. Who's also Puerto Rican, wanted. So I was seeing all these, like, um, older, uh, drummer, composers, band leaders that I look up to, um, winning it and then producing their own album. So I kept on trying. And, uh, thankfully in, in the year, in the summer 2021, I guess it was like late June or August, I, I received a call and then the official email that I, that I had wanted. So, you know, along with other people that year, that edition. But uh, it meant that I could go into the studio and not not think about the money and just uh, go all in. So I got to finish up the compositions that I was working on and the arrangements and and went into the studio uh, January, like late January, early February of 2022. And, you know uh recorded that, edited that, mixed it, mastered it, so pretty excited about the product that's coming out this this upcoming January. Um and hoping for for a good like a, a good welcome from, from the from the Latin jazz community in New York and, and in the United States, you know?
1: So you're originally from San Juan. Talk to me a little bit about how you got into music and what were some influences for you to start playing?
2: I originally got into music when I was very young. Actually, I was in grade school. I was in third grade. I was uh, maybe I don't know seven or eight years, and 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 there was this uh, lady, this old lady in my school who was uh, the music teacher, and and she started teaching me guitar, like uh, classical guitar, and then I I was like instantly hooked on you know on wanting to learn more. So I was playing guitar all the way up till I was 14. And then 14, I, I started listening to a rock, like a Spanish rock group called Mana. They're from Mexico. I, I started focusing my ears on the drummer. And and then I, I was like instantly, my, my attention shifted from, from learning more guitar into learning more drums. So... Uh, I, I was taking drumming lessons and all the way through high school, uh, my senior year, I started listening to Horacio El Negro Hernandez, So in high school, I was like trying to, trying to play like him, you know, with the, with the left foot clave and such. And I had this DVD, uh, Modern Drummer 2006. Uh, and I watched it and I watched it and, and, and it was him and Mark Quiñones on the timbales and on the congas and Hilario Duran on the piano. He, uh, God rest his soul. Uh, Michael Brecker on the, on the tenor sax. So I was seeing these guys on TV, putting it on DVD and, and, and just like fell in love with, with Latin jazz even more. So yeah, uh, Horacio definitely was one of my biggest influences. And definitely, when I was in college and I started my bachelor's in Inter-American University of Puerto Rico, still in in, in Coupe, which is just like a, a, a small little town within San Juan, Miguel Zenon. So everybody in, in, in college was like listening to Miguel Zenon and this record that he put out called He Battle. And on this record... Antonio Sanchez is the drummer. And then I started listening to Antonio Sanchez and trying to play like him. So, so yeah, he was another big influence. And, and I started getting more into composition and the way, listening to the way that Miguel composed, like odd meters and stuff, poly poly meters so he's, he got into this thing of, of using different instrumentation like the, the bass thing being in five and the drums being in four stuff like that I started to try to incorporate into my own music and of course and of course during that time during the time of 2009, 10, 11, 12, I I really was getting more into Bomba and Afro-Puerto Rican music uh, because I had friends, I had this good friend Oscar Carrasco from Loiza and he really introduced me to uh, other people in Loiza, which is a town very, very ingrained with the Afro-Puerto Rican heritage so I started going out there, meeting the cats. Um, I actually got to play in one fusion band that makes the the bomba, and I was on the drums. It was called Tambores Calientes, and we did one or two gigs in New Oregon Cafe in Old Town One. So that was memorable for me. And from that point on, I I said to myself, I was really interested into fusing the bomba with the modern jazz that I was also really hooked on with the way Miguel Fanon did his compositions. So ever since I've been doing that, more or less that same thing um, with my solo records.
1: Did you always have a dream of coming to America to play?
2: When Okay, so when I was um, doing high school and whatnot, um, I used to travel with my parents and... And my my family, they used to love to go to New York to visit. So we saw performances. We saw Broadway shows. We sometimes saw jazz, uh, blue note, you know, live jazz. So it was really, it was really present that the city was here and the music in here was uh, big and it was, it's not the biggest, um, musical performance city in the world. However, I wanted to, I wanted to stay for a little bit in Puerto Rico and get, uh, an experience of, of what Puerto Rico had to offer being a little bit more matured, you know, after graduating high school. So I got to do that by studying my bachelor's in Puerto Rico. And after that, I started to look into grad programs and the one that offered the best uh, opportunity was uh, Berkeley Valencia because they offered um, a very good scholarship so uh i had an interest of coming to new york because i applied to queens college and they actually didn't offer any scholarship opportunity but uh berkeley valencia did so for you know for a matter of practicality i went to the spain program However, it it also blew my mind, you know, because I got to study with um Spanish musicians. I also got to study with um Alain Perez. He sings, he plays bass, and on top of that, he plays congas, timbales, uh and a bunch of other instruments, piano. And at the time, he was playing with Pago De Lucia. You know Pago De Lucia, the famous flamenco guitarist? Yeah. Yeah, so he was playing with Pago De Lucia all those years, maybe like from, I don't know, from that that decade of 2005 up uh, until Pago passed away. So... I absorbed a little bit of, of what he taught us in terms of the flamenco, the buleria, and also a lot of the Cuban music. So being in Spain and, and getting to study under these guys was amazing as well. And right after that in Spain, I had to make a choice whether to go back to Puerto Rico or or, I don't know, so... I had this cousin, I have this cousin in Brooklyn, so I talked to him and and told him, "Hey, listen, can I stay with you for a couple of weeks until I get situated because I really want to try to try to move fully into New York." So I did that um going right from finishing studying in Spain and uh yeah, that was uh, 2013, and I've been in New York ever since.
1: So, what is it that you like the best about being a professional musician? There's so many things that go into it, but what do you like the best and look forward to?
2: I think that the 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 thing that I like the most is performing. It's the most pleasures that I get out of just live gigs. The it's once all the music is rehearsed, or you know, you you already know the music for you know from from prior years or from prior performances. Just performing in front of an audience and getting that instant feedback where you see their faces and they're really enjoying it or the applause right after the song ends or after a set, they come up to you and and tell you that they really, really enjoyed the music or the set, that's the most precious for me in comparison to going into a studio it requires a lot of uh, preparation and takes up a lot of time or even like writing music, which I really, really enjoy uh, composing, but it's also fairly tedious. You have to think about instrumentation, orchestration and whatnot. So yeah, just like live performances for me are are the most um, satisfactory.
1: My final question to you is that everyone out there has a perception or an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends your fans, but ultimately you're the one that's living your life. Who do you think you are?
2: I think I am a musician, drummer, percussionist. I am also a music educator, composer, definitely, band leader. I am really happy that I get to make a living out of just music and I really wanted to do that when I was a kid. Um it's not always easy, it it has its ups and downs, but I can say that I'm happy that I am doing what I, what I envisioned when I was younger, you know?
1: Let's get to the good business here. If anybody wants to pick up the new album, where's the best place for them to go and to find out about you and live shows, anything about your world?
2: Definitely. So the new album is going to come out on the Sunnyside Records label. And they will have it available in iTunes for this one since most of the new you know the new music industry is going all digital. For now we're we're sticking with the digital release. So the best place to, to get your, your copy would be in iTunes. And um of course I have my own website, Fernando Garcia dot com. And also I'm very active in social media specifically on instagram and my handle is all together fernando garcia music and you can also find me on facebook fernando garcia or fernando garcia music
1: fernando hey man thank you for opening up thanks for taking some time out good luck with the album have a great holiday and a great 23 man
2: all right joe thank you so much for your time and the interview
0: Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We'll give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Puerto Rico, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Fernando for his time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store. Visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
2: Neon Jazz.